and my guest today is Kunda Tembo from um, from Zambia, and we're gonna be talking about engineering in Zambia. Um, I've always been very interested in like how engineering is happening in other African countries um, apart from South Africa. So if you if you check um, like the first episode that we did in the Engineering in Africa podcast, I had a chat with. A, a good friend of mine from the DRC and it was very interesting to 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 get insights on what's happening in the DRC um how, how like from the engineering education side how do you progress with your career within the DRC so he progressed within the DRC and eventually came to SA and now is in Europe so i wanted to like also talk to you and try to understand like what's the whole engineering space like in Zambia. And the whole reason for that is the focus of the engineering in Africa podcast is to share career, like engineering career, um, uh, like opportunities, career development um, sort of things for engineers in Africa. And I'm literally, I literally mean everywhere in Africa. So we're not just going to focus on South Africa. So I really, really appreciate that you, um, you were able to make time to join us. And before we get started, um, can you tell us a bit about yourself? And like, you, where, where did you do your, your schooling, your, your engineering degree? Um, what type of work you're doing? And yeah, just a brief summary of who uh, Kunda is and yeah. Over to you. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll go straight into it. Well, um, I, I did my engineering degree at um, the Copper Belt University um, mm -hmm. right here in, in Ketwe. Um, spent about five years at uh, university um, where I pursued a bachelor's degree in uh, electrical stroke mechanical engineering, but uh, with a bias on mechanical engineering. Mm. Um, I have extensive experience in the Zambian mining uh, industry. Um, I think my first job after university was uh, First Quantum. I worked for First Quantum Minerals um, in Solwezi. I think you should have heard of First Quantum Minerals. It's quite uh, mm. a it's famous quite mining game. entity. Mm. Yeah, um, I worked there for about two years. Um, lots of hands-on experience. Uh, I enjoyed my time there. Um, I, I would like to call myself a baby of FQM because um, most of my fundamentals in engineering were, were attained there. Um, mm -hmm. I think after about two years, somewhere in 20, 2017, I left um, to join um, Opani Copper Mine, um, which was uh, Glencore owned until uh, about a few few weeks ago. But uh, yeah, I've been uh, with Mopani Copper Mines for um, since 2017, about say about October 2017 mm -hmm. uh, to date, yeah. And uh, during my time, um, I have moved around at Mopani Copper Mines. Um, I initially joined as a projects engineer. Uh, I was looking after mechanical projects. Um, I was later transferred to, to the workshops where I looked after the heavy equipment repair workshop. Uh, basically, I was in charge of the mobiles, the heavy equipment, and just making sure that they're in tip-top shape and putting in reliability programs to ensure that uh, they perform for the mine. Until about um, a few months ago, uh, I left the mobiles um, and um, 
was uh, transferred to the power plant where I'm basically looking after industrial compressors, underground ventilation fans, um, and various other turbo turbo machinery. So in a nutshell, that's um, what I've been able to accomplish thus far in, in, my, in my career, Kulu. Yeah, tell me, um, it's very interesting because um, you're talking about um, the, the whole mining industry and I see that you are a section engineer. So in South Africa, um, so we've, we've got the 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 mineral health and safety act right and then under the mineral and safety act there's the mine x regulations where the what it states is that um if you're if you have a mine then you need to appoint an engineer who is competent now this engineer who's competent then becomes the the section engineer and responsible for the engineering in the mine to make sure that everything do you guys does it work the same um for you guys exactly we have actually a very similar setup um for you to to be a section engineer um upon upon being appointed you actually carry a legal appointment yeah and um what we call the zambian mining mining regulations mm. so depending on your on your competence be it electrical or mechanical yeah. there are different sections that apply to your particular skill set so okay. for mechanical, there's a particular mining regulation that you have to be appointed under for electrical mm -hmm. as well, uh, depending on your on your skill set. So so basically, that legal appointment, uh, in short, makes you liable should something go wrong in your in your section that involves safety and health of your of your of your subordinates. Mm -hmm. You you will be held liable. So yeah, by and large, I, I think we have a similar setup. They might oh. differ slightly, but I think the fundamentals are the same. And then tell me, um, to be to be now this um, section engineer appointed leg the legal appointment, do you do you have to have um, okay in our case you have to go write um, the government certificate of competency um, in mines for mechanical if you're going to be mechanical and then if you're electrical for you write for electrical and then you can only be appointed or you can only get the legal appointment once you have uh, obtained that certificate of competency. Do you also have something like that? Uh, we have something similar. In Zambia, we have um, what we call the Engineering Institute of Zambia, mm -hmm. um, which also has an annex, which is referred to as the Engineering Registration Board. Okay. So for you to carry those legal appointments and be appointed um, at my level, you will need to have uh, at least minimum, you need to be a professional engineer under the Engineering Institute of Zambia. And you also need to be a registered engineer under the Engineers Registration Board of Zambia. Oh, so you you okay. definitely have to have a few certifications in place. Oh, and you don't you guys don't write like a an exam. So like in our case, you you have to write the plant engineering exam and the legal knowledge exam. You don't write any exams to 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 get that certification. No, we don't write any exams, but. Um, you don't write any exams, but your your experience is vetted uh, before mm -hmm. you are given the certification. They okay. need to look at your paper, your qualifications. They also need to look at uh, the level of experience you've attained. Okay. And um, they do sit periodically in the year 
then they'll look at your paperwork. If they need to follow up with your references, yeah. they'll need to make a few phone calls just to make sure that the person they're certifying is is worth the salt. Yeah. I see. I see. And then and then um, okay. So obviously it works slightly different from us. And now let's talk about the whole engineering. So you you mostly in the mining side of um, the whole engineering and like what what are like sort of the success factors for you to because now we we sort of now in this legal space so we're saying okay i can already pick up that okay for the legal appointment you're gonna need a bit of experience and then register with uh, the zambian uh, Engine, uh, engineering association but what what other su success factors like have you like identified with your career to say okay i'm sitting here i'm a uh i don't know fourth year student or whatever and i'm about to go into the working environment um as a mechanical or electrical what would be like in the zambian context what would be the things that i need to work on from like from the first year of working to the fifth year of working in order for me to actually um, be you know like succeed in the in the whole engineering fraternity of Zambia. Uh, that's a good question, Kulu. Um, mm. I think um, for me the the fundamentals are, are very important. Um, mm. I think um, as a young engineer, you need to make sure as you enter industry, you you humble yourself and you should be willing to learn. Um, there is a tendency by some engineers once they complete school or about to complete school. They, they think they pretty much know everything that's there, that's there to know. Mm. So I think it's important that you get your fundamentals right. You need to know the, th the simple things. You need to know that your spanners, you need to know, you need to know your, your verniers, you, you need to know those basic tools that to help you achieve the basic principles of engineering. Mm. And also find time to interact with the artisans, the foremen, because yeah. they are the guys that know the job. and. For you to make their job easier and improve the work processes, you need to understand their work. And yeah. I think you need to get, for lack of a better term, you need to go down and get dirty mm. so that you appreciate the work. But mm. also, um, technology is evolving, and uh, you need to get abreast with uh, what's changing in the world. You need to appraise yourself with the latest software, the latest technology, and um, you need to spend a lot of time reading a lot and also um on the internet uh, seeing what's uh, what's trending because what you might have learned at school five years ago does not necessarily yeah. apply now so yeah. i think it's being open-minded so that uh yeah you're able to apply yourself yeah now tell me the say okay so the, the, that's the the junior engineers um you know make sure that you understand your standards make sure that you get your hands dirty and so forth now the and and like make sure that you work with the artisans and the plant guys so the structure that we have in most industries whether it's factory or mining in south africa is we've got the engineer all right so where the engineers will normally do an engineering program and then you've got the technicians who normally get uh, will go like the national diploma route and you've got the artisans who just do the specific trade so basically from what i'm picking up with what you're saying that's sort of the same structure that you guys also have there yeah pretty much so it's pretty yeah. much the same thing you've got your tradesman who in our group is a is a craftsperson mm. uh, you've got your your technicians uh, who are diploma level 
Yeah. And obviously you've got the engineer who's got the bachelor's degree. Yeah, it's pretty much yeah. the same. Yeah. yeah. And then w- with uh, if if we look at the whole engineering space in Zambia, like are they? Because you know, like right now, um, in our case, there's always been this drive to say, well, there's not enough artisans, um, and there's not enough engineers, and so they're busy pushing to get more people to do um either like trades or engineering um how how is it like for you guys do like in terms of skills do you have enough engineers in the in your industry um and enough tradespersons no i think speaking for for zambia i think we we have more than enough uh skilled <laughs> people be it at engineer level yeah technician and, and artisan yeah. we're actually exporting a lot of of, of people outside. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so the competition is actually uh, how's the competition like right now in your case um how how easy is it to secure a good job as a mechanical uh, as a person with the mechanical engineering and your accolades where you've got your your, reg- your registered professional engineer and so forth like how easy is it to secure a good um, a good job and by good job i mean a good paying job you know where you will uh, live <laughs> beyond the average life you know what i mean yeah um uh, tricky question um okay the, the zambian um economy is um obvious because of covid and whatnot so definitely employment opportunities are not are not so good right now but yeah. um I think as you get your experience, as you go on, you get your paperwork, you get your your competency levels, right? The opportunities do open up. Yeah. Obviously, they, are, they might not be as, as many as they are maybe in South Africa or elsewhere in the world, mm-hmm. but we, we do get a few opportunities to to get something really nice, something that you, you, you'll be comfortable with. But yeah. uh, I, I can't say, comparatively speaking, like South Africa, no. The, the opportunities are less, but oh, yeah. uh, the opportunities are there. Okay, so yeah. uh, so my co- if I wanna move that side, I I've got tough competition. Eh? Let's say I want I wanna come I wanna come to Zambia. I wanna work pro- uh, practice that side as an engineer. The competition is quite tough, I would think. If you're coming in as an expatriate and you have skills that perhaps are not um, locally available here, you might have certain uh, experience that one find here in zambia then yeah. maybe you'll you will stand a better advantage yeah and you you should be able to get something yeah and then t- you spoke about the the engineering the what you call the zambia i think it's, it's called the zambia engineering association is it association or the the profit the 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 juristic body or the governing body for engineers or the engineering institute of zambia or Engineering Institute of Zambia. How active are they um, in terms of um, number the engineering one? Institution of Zambia. Yes, the Engineering Institution yeah. of Zambia. Of Zambia. Like, how active are they um, in terms of like from grassroots levels to get kids like from high school to to um, consider engineering um, engineering uh, as a career and also from like varsity level, like providing support. Um, are, they, are they very active or they are more focused on like, um, what can I say? Um, administering the, the registration of engineers and so forth. Skipping a bit, but let me see if I, get, I got you right. I think the engineering is in high school. We have well, I did get it, yeah. We we have what we call the the Jets clubs in high schools, which is basically mm-hmm. an acronym that stands for Junior um, Junior Engineers 
technicians, um, uh, and, and scientists. Okay. So, so we have the jets clubs in schools, and the engineering institution of Zambia is quite active in supporting that yeah. to ensure that um, we have a lot of um, our pupils joining uh, STEM, STEM careers and uh, trying to to increase the number of people that are, are taking part in, uh, in engineering, especially the girl child mm -hmm. and, uh, and and things like that. So yeah. they do try their level best. And um, even in high school, they're, they're quite active. Uh, sorry, in university as well, because we have um, what we call university. You have, for, uh, for example, when I was at uh, the CB, we had a president for the EIZ uh, uh, Copper Belt University chapter. Okay. And there's a similar setup in other universities as well. So yeah. they, 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 are, they, are, they are quite active. Just to ensure that uh, they support uh, pupils mm -hmm. and students as they get into the industry. Yeah. yeah. How, how are you finding your, uh, your your work life? Like, how is it like being an engineer in Zambia? Do you, um, are you in the higher echelons of um, social lives or um, as engineers, you sort of like, uh, like a middle class to lower? Like, how, how are you finding your, like, Firstly, from the work from the work point of view, and from the social life point of view. So let's start with the work. Like, how is it like? Do you are you are you enjoying it? Do you feel like um, what you call whatever you learned at varsity, you using it? Because I think one of the the biggest things um, that I've picked up because I've mentored like a lot of um, junior engineers in South Africa, and one of the the thing that keeps coming up is the sense of like direction and not really enjoying um what you call the the early days of uh, practicing or learning this engineering industry so in hindsight you with all these years how are you finding it and was it also difficult for you when you were still a junior um what you call a junior engineer to actually like i don't know like um determine what your career development is going to look like also having like a plan on okay i'm going to do this and i'm going to do that so how's that whole experience for you well um starting out is always tricky um mm. I, I think the key there is um, is mentorship i think that's mm. where that's what's where the challenge is so i think as a young engineer you you need to find someone to mentor you early yeah. in your career so that um, you can find yourself going on the right path. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, it's never easy starting out, but um, once you find your feet and you find someone who's willing to share their experiences with you, mm. I think it, it makes things easier. Yeah. And then and and then your for you did you did you have it difficult when you were still like a junior, and um, did you get mentors and like what was your strategy? just to like try to understand your career development and what exactly are you going to do moving forward? Yeah, um, like I said, uh, it, was, it was challenging at first because yeah. obviously, you know, like mechanical engineering is wide. Um, yeah. Like if, if, you've, if you've heard me right in terms of my level of experience, I, I have both fixed plant projects and mm. um, mobile plant experience. So you, the, the biggest challenge is where to settle yeah in in the industry where to, where to find your niche mm. so i think that's where the, the the biggest challenge is how do you settle where which particular field of of your of your mechanical engineering are you going to settle into mm. so that's where the mentorship comes in you need mm. to find someone to say okay i think in the next five seven years i want to be like that guy 
then mm. you start interacting with them. What do I need to do to be like you? Perfect. Do, yeah. I, do I need to get my certifications in order? Yeah. Do I need to get a bit more of experience in this particular area? Yeah. And um, I think that's where the initial decision comes in now, where you need to be very careful with what particular job you start off with if you are mm. if you're in a position to choose because you you might end up going into something that perhaps is not your your interest yeah and then along the way you get frustrated you get frustrated and you're not able to 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 perform yeah. so um, i think that's where you you really need to to, to put your basis right and mm. uh yeah like i said lo lots of mentorship yeah do you, do you guys um because we uh, with one of my other colleagues who were talking about the um, this whole notion of role models that a lot of um, engineers um, at least in our case I would like to hear on like from a Zambia point of view that there's not a lot of role models because um, in our in our situation we had a phase where there was a like this transition from especially around 94 this transition from apartheid to the democratic um government where there was a a point in time where there was not a lot of engineers being produced and you had all these engineers which were produced before the the democrat the our we got our democracy right and then there's this transition space where there's not a lot of um engineers produce and then now we are in this phase where there's like thousands and thousands of engineers coming um into the in the industry you know like from school to the varsity to the workplace there's like a, a lot of them coming in now a lot of this huge young group they don't really have a lot of role models to say okay um Here's here's a you know a, a a person who's been doing this thing for the past you know ten to twenty years or whatever, and I would want to be um, you know one day like him. Do you guys have a lot of role models um, in like your your space? Like, do you have like right now you sitting there? Do you have like five or ten people you're looking at and you're like, okay. I want to be that sort of engineer in the in the coming years. No, no, I think I think five or ten might be a high number, but uh, <laughs> definitely have one or two. Yeah, definitely have one guys I'm looking at. But yeah. but the key is um no, it's not it's not the the industry is not um saturated with um what I would say raw models. But mm. as a young engineer, it's up to you to to look for these people because they are there. That's why mm. you have platforms like LinkedIn. You need yeah. to be very pragmatic about how you use these things mm -hmm. you, you need to go there find someone uh send them a connection request and yeah. there, there are a few guys that will be willing to share their their experience with you and advise you accordingly so mm -hmm. i think the onus is on on the young engineer to mm -hmm. just take the, the the first step and mm -hmm. uh, use the right platform otherwise uh, there are a few people that are there and, and very much willing to to assist that's correct yeah uh, how uh, the linkedin uh, in Zambia, is it is it as is it as big as it is for us here in SA? Like, how big is LinkedIn? Like, do you have a lot of professionals joining LinkedIn? Yeah, we have we have quite a number of Zambians on LinkedIn, and yeah. um, I don't know comparatively speaking to South Africa, but yeah, the it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an application and software that's uh, quite uh, quite common, especially among the the professionals, and yeah, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's going on well. 
Yeah. So the 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 next part of what I like I wanna sort of pick your brain on. Now, I think also with you right now, you have a choice to um, now say, okay, as an engineer, am I going to stick with the technical route and become a specialist, um, become this very technical person, or the other route is, well, um, I want to move or you want to move more into management and then um, executive level, so more of a business um, type of uh, path. And there's also now this path that some people are also considering, which is on into the entrepreneurial side of things. Like what's your, firstly, what's your, your, like your plan or how, how, how are you looking at your future? Are you looking at um, staying technical uh, management or going the entrepreneurial route? And um, from your plan, how would you then, because there's a lot of junior guys who are sitting having those sort of thoughts because they're saying, well, where I'm standing, I don't know whether I want to stay in design um, or in design maintenance, like very pure technical, or I want to move into management and then one day be a CEO or just forget about everything, start, <laughs> start a business and, you know, be entrepreneurial or bloody hell, move into banking or something like that. So what's your plan um, or what are your thoughts? Like, uh, like, do you want to stay technical um, for a very long time or you want to change? And if you want to change into like the other, uh, like management or entrepreneurship or move to banking or whatever, like what would be like the, the driving factors in, you, in your point, in your situation and point of view? Okay. Um, yeah, I'm a very passionate engineer. So obviously, I, I would like to to rise in my career and um, obviously reach management uh, management level. But uh, we we can all reach that level. You can only have so many CEOs, so many managers. So ultimately, you you need to be ambitious, but you need to be realistic. Yeah. So the key is also to have. Um, I think entrepreneurship is the way to go. In Zambia, we like to call it the side hustle. You should always have one or two things going on the side. Mm. And um, if your side hustle becomes bigger than your main hustle, mm. and then maybe it's time to make your side hustle. Your main, main hustle. hustle. So, yeah, I think, um, yeah. So, so I think um, we definitely career-wise, that's the way to go. See see how it takes you. Apply yourself. Mm. But it's also important to, to have a fallback plan. And that's mm. where entrepreneurship comes in. And, uh, and and see how you go with that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have Do you have side hustles? <laughs> Remember, your employers are watching. <laughs> or you prefer not to answer? <laughs> Outside this podcast, yeah. <laughs> Outside the podcast, yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got you. I got you, man. Yeah. So yeah, because I think yeah, it's I'm also like a passionate engineer, you know. So I try to even if let's say um because i moved into management but stayed in the management of technical um i don't know if you understand what i mean you know like it's still it's i'm in management but i'm managing technical people so yeah i've always been passionate and i never wanted to um to consider like moving to banking or whatever would you do, would you move to like a completely <laughs> different industry like banking or something like that 
or you're not a sellout? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think if I, if I <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not a sellout yet, but, but but definitely if, if I move if I if I if I move it would definitely be engineering related because I'm yeah. I'm big on applying myself. Even the entrepreneurship thing has to. I feel as engineers we've got a lot to offer the world. Yeah. Even as entrepreneurs, I think it's important that we use our skills mm. um, to better the world. But as you better the world, try and make some money doing that as well. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Do you guys, uh, your like when it comes to because now I see it's sort of going to the entrepreneurship type of things. Uh, um, in Zambia, do you also have a situation where, like, a lot of the engineering equipment uh, and the engineering products, like for example, your motors and your pumps and you know all these big uh, equipment, is manufactured outside? of uh, Zambia or do you have a very strong um, like localization in terms of manufacturing engineering equipment and so forth? Okay, uh, no, um, our industry, our local industry um, is not as robust as, as, as obviously South Africa, but we, we are growing. Um, we have over the years have a few industries that have popped up that, mm. um, that are into manufacturing mm. and to into overhauls, into refurbishments. Yeah. So, so we are we are growing we are growing slowly. Um, mm. But there's a lot of there's a lot of room for mm. for companies to set up and 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 uh, do a lot of manufacturing here. Yeah. Because we we have a lot of um, raw materials, mm. but the question is just making sure that we're able to produce those final products and yeah make some value addition from our local minerals. Okay. All right. No, that's interesting, man. You know, um, now in closing, um, since, you know, this whole podcast is, you'll, you'll notice that the whole theme is about, you know, like sharing knowledge for the, the, uh, the, the tuna guys up and coming and so forth. What advice, like I'm a student in Zambia right now, um, doing my high school or whatever, like, and I'm still thinking about, you know, a career and I might, I might be going the engineering. What advice would you like give that kid like sitting there and confused, not sure whether they should go this engineering route? What advice would you give them in trying to make that decision? Yeah, I think um, one is, um, are they passionate about, mm -hmm. about engineering? They need to ask themselves, why why do they want to do engineering mm. some of us growing up were always um, intrigued by things like changing a bulb you'd assist your dad change a bulb i mean uh, uh, fix a socket outlet and uh, mm. it, it's it's in hindsight then you realize that actually engineering was was inculcated from a very young age uh, mm. in, i'm fortunate my, my dad's actually a civil engineer so why um, unfortunate <laughs> I said, sorry, I'm, I'm fortunate. Sorry, I'm oh, fortunate. fortunate. I thought I thought you were you were shooting, uh, you know, you were shooting uh, shots on the civil guys. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I, in a good way. So okay, basically, cool. yeah. Basically, you need to make sure that you have a passion for yeah. for that uh, industry. It's not it's just not a question of saying, I get I'm good in maths, I'm good in the sciences, so I'm going to do engineering. Hmm. You that might not be enough to get you through the industry. There must yeah. be other things that that will keep you there. And yeah. um, you also need to be open-minded. Um, mm. 
uh, I think you also need to look at what what do I want to leave in the world? What do mm -hmm. I what do I want to do for Zambia in engineering? Yeah. Maybe there are a few things that you're not happy with. There are a few things maybe you want to set up a manufacturing plant. I think those are the kind of decisions that should um, the, the kind of thoughts that should determine whether or not you you go for a career mm. in engineering. If you're not having those kind of of thoughts, I think maybe you, you should be able, be able to look at something else. Maybe yeah. you know, in my in my um, the the second part of my first year doing my engineering studies. I like every every week I was gone. I was quitting this thing. Like, nah, 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 I can't do this anymore. I like it's just too much, you know. I'm a student right now, sitting, uh, you know, like because you know the whole engineering syllabus, especially mechanical, is just insane. I'm a student right now. I'm a student right now. I'm about to give up. What do you? What are you saying to me? Yeah, well, I'm telling you, no, hang, hang in there. Yeah. You, you know why you chose what you chose, and uh, it, I always tell people, uh, everything, most things that you work hard for will definitely pay you back. Nothing mm -hmm. that comes easy will, will last. So if you put in the the hours, you put in the extra effort, mm -hmm. it will definitely reward you at the end of the day. So yeah. just, just hang in there, hang in there. <laughs> We've been there, all of us. And, and uh, ask your seniors, they'll, they'll tell you they never had it easy as well. Yeah. So hang in there. Yeah. How, how many times did you think about quitting during varsity days or oh, you lost count? <laughs> uh, a couple of times. Uh, you, find, uh, you, write, um, you write a few tests and the results are not adding up. Then you'll be like, no, 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 this is not working out. <laughs> You're yeah. going through some material. You're yeah. studying, it's not making sense. You're like, ah, am I in the right place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that but, got you. Um, eventually, yeah, it, 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 it works out in the end, yeah. Yeah. All right. Fast forward, and this is the last point for our discussion. Um, your thoughts and on... Um, so, for there's this discussion that I've been... Uh, like, we've uh, I've heard with a couple of people, which is around... Okay, I'm a South African engineer, but I need to think beyond South Africa and try to, you know, see can I go get a uh, like a, a job in like Europe or the US or whatever. And you know, in for South Africans, I think the some of some South Africans they don't even think about like okay, maybe I must um, go practice in Zambia or whatever. What are your thoughts with um, going beyond, um, you know, like you being just in Zambia and pursuing, um, you know, other opportunities outside of Zambia? So, like, what are your thoughts on that? And, yeah, and what would you advise a... Now we're looking at an engineer with three, five years experience and they're, they're having those thoughts to say, you know what... Um, yeah, maybe I'm not getting the sort of opportunities or exposure that I want in my country. Uh, maybe I should just uh, go out. So what are your thoughts of going outside of your country to go practice in another country, whether it's South Africa or Europe? And what would you advise that engineer sitting there and having those um, debates in their head? No, I would, I would, I would, I would encourage them to explore to explore their, their inquisitiveness because you see... Um, we live in a global village now in Kulu. Um, yeah. Um, when you go out, you you definitely 
learn new tricks, things that you didn't know about. Um, yeah. For me, I'm, I'm big on exploring the world because that will increase my knowledge. Obviously, yeah. I'm one person who is passionate about my country. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I do go out, I'll definitely come back. I'm open to explore new areas and learn and uh, learn from other engineers across the globe and see how they're working, but also share my experiences because ultimately uh, looking at the amount of time we have been in industry, we definitely have a few things to share as well. So yeah, yeah explore the world and learn from other people. It's extremely important. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then just go you out there. Find that you've been doing something wrong for, for the past eight years. <laughs> wrong things done right <laughs> right yeah so yeah man thanks thank you very much um for joining yeah. this episode and you know i'm i'm really you know um hoping that a you know a kid a student a junior engineer in zambia will be listening to this and they will have ideas and because it's more of a mentorship sort of it's, it's one form of mentorship you know what i mean you know listening to to you giving this advice it's a form of mentorship and i'm i'm hoping that you know the kids there the students and the 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 junior guys in zambia will listen to this and i'm hoping that um you know guys in sa can also you know like consider zambia as a career location to say well yeah let's see because they've got all these natural resources um you know for, from what you said or what i've picked up um, in terms of the manufacturing space you know it's growing you know the beneficiation of your raw materials is slowly growing so the entrepreneurial guys shouldn't not shouldn't, but they should consider, um, you know, a life beyond South Africa and vice versa. Guys in Zambia should be thinking life beyond, you know, um, uh, what you call Zambia. You know what I mean? So thank you very much for making time um, to chat with me. And yeah, and then, yeah, let's see how we can take this, this engineering um what you call uh, this engineering industry and career forward and inspire more people to join us in this engineering space and inspire more people to actually succeed in this engineering space. Now, before we close, any last thoughts from yourself? I think it's, it's been a pleasure um, uh, to be on this platform, Mongolo. Um, I've, I've enjoyed the chat. And uh, like you said, I, 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 we hope we've been able to, to inspire a young engineer or a young pupil trying to pursue a career in engineering. Mm. But um, also, I think it's nice sharing thoughts from, from different aspects, like you you being in South Africa, me being in Zambia. So mm. I think it's been a good platform to to exchange ideas. Yeah. Mm. So let's make a date again and, and, and see mm. how we can take uh, our careers forward. Yeah, definitely. We'll chat. We'll chat again end of this year, and just to take stock and you know if there's you know any changes and whatever. Thank you very much, and we'll chat on uh, what you call offline and with other things. <laughs> and yes, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And that was a the final the the episode. Um, with uh, Kunda from Zambia and yeah thank you for listening and yeah see you on the next episode